0: Yes. All right, we're, uh giving this uh, the first try we've ever done on this episode with no technical difficulties uh that we had as of 30 seconds ago. Uh hi. Uh welcome back to 10,000 losses. This is our third episode. Uh for those of you who are just tuning in, we are a leftist Philly sports podcast. That one day we'll be on Apple Podcasts as soon as Apple Podcast Connect starts working again.
1: Uh, yet, yet another technical difficulty to overcome.
0: Yeah, we will, we will, we will, we will bravely wade through the submission process. <laughs> uh, they will they will, god willing, approve us. Uh I am Liam Anderson, and with me, as always, is my co-host. Tom Payne. Uh our pronouns are both. He him. Uh this is gonna be a little bit of a shorter one. Uh unfortunately, I found out right before recording that my cat died. Uh so I am gonna have R. to P. call RIP to a real one. Uh Chairman Meow, great <laughs> cat. Uh terrific at being a very difficult asshole. Uh he he was great at just like he was great at starting problems with the other cat oh hell yeah yeah Toby, that's a great cat toby's a gentle soul except when he was hanging around socks because they would just bat at each other and he would be like you two hey like your friends cut this shit out
1: yeah yeah uh you? Yeah. how was you around landlords
0: uh no, apparently not terrific
1: Oh well, good. He lived up to the name. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Nominative determinism.
0: That's right. That's that's what the show's about. Yes. That's why it's called Ten Thousand Losses.
1: Which, which uh, apparently uh, we could credibly call this Eleven Thousand Losses. God, that's so depressing. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> this city sucks
0: ass, dude.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, but it's always entertaining. Uh, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, we at least we 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 find ways to lose in hilarious and interesting ways. That's mm-hmm. always that's always relieving, you know. Because uh, some days the uh, the the Eagles have an, an inexplicable win, and then uh, as sure ah. as the sun comes up, they have an inexplicable loss. Yeah. Uh, so you know, like I like to be kept on my toes. I yeah. guess
1: you can't you can't ever be a Philadelphia sports fan and not. Just be like, you know what? I'm feeling good about this game. No issues whatsoever. No, you're never feeling good. Uh, I
0: I like it that to every time I watch playoff hockey. Again, my teams are at least nominally Boston teams. Right. Uh, every time I watch the goddamn playoffs, I feel like I'm gonna have a heart attack.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. Like we uh, in my classroom, we were uh, reading because it's spooky season. The Cask of Amontillado. Oh, great and, short story. And great short story, which actually makes me feel like heart palpitations as he's, you know, sealing up the wall. Oh, I yeah. feel like I feel like that um, every time a Philadelphia sports team plays, and it's the opposing team is just sealing the wall as uh, we inevitably lose to in stupid and pointless ways late in the game.
0: Speaking of which, yeah. let's get started. Yes. All right, so... The Eagles played the Raiders on Sunday in beautiful sunny Las Vegas. Again, a team that doesn't deserve to exist with an owner that also doesn't. Yeah.
1: Uh and Las Vegas doesn't deserve a single team.
0: No, no teams, let alone tail. No. Give them back to give them to us. Yes. Yeah. We could yeah, we could use a serviceable hockey team. <laughs> uh So uh how how you feeling? How you feeling Tom about that uh God-awful, horrific monstrosity well, that we had to sit through.
1: You know, the, 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 the game was, was frustrating, but today, you know, with the sun out, I'm feeling photosynthetic. Uh, how are you? Are you feeling fertilized?
0: I am I am feeling fertilized. I feel like <laughs> I am dropping roots where they need to go. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: I, f- I feel like I'm not wasting uh, anyone's career years uh, because everyone on my team was a rookie, thank God. I feel like we're really putting down soil yeah uh, we don't we're not gonna have the clip uh we might have the clip depending on youtube rights yeah. uh our esteemed head coach nick sirianni uh gave one of the most bewildering press conferences in recent memory today uh where he talked about how the eagles are like a plant and yeah you don't see the flower yet but you see a really you really good roots yeah they're putting down a really good foundation and, like, that's not really cute seven weeks into the season.
1: Right. And I I appreciate the metaphor, but I feel like this man only speaks in metaphors. And, you know, he's talking Weird about gold the gold retriever metaphors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, talking about things in terms of, are you fertilized? Are you watered? You know, we got to fertilize, you know, first, and that sounds creepy to begin with, but are we watered? Yeah, we're putting down roots, and you're not going to see results yet, which I get that. And That's a
0: hell of a thing for a first-year for a first year coach
1: and on, on a team
0: that wasn't really expecting to be a rebuilder.
1: Right, and, and my theory that I proposed last week, which is that Sirianni is the kind of guy, when his coach said things like this, it somehow motivated him and stuck in his head, and he's repeating these, like, you know, these statements to Eagles players and they're not, I don't think they're going to be on board. I saw also that a bunch of players, and this was just, just before we got on a bunch of players didn't show up for practice today.
0: Oh, that's not good. I didn't see that. That's that's what we call in The biz bad.
1: Yeah. And you know, you, when you have a team that's full of new players, they need practice. They need to form. And I'm not sure what kind of leadership they're getting from from Sirianni. I, I, I guess that my my greatest flaw is that I'm I give people like too long a leash. Mm-hmm. So part of me wants to go, hey, let's see, will this team gel um, under him? But the problem is, is more and more weaknesses are showing, more and more cracks in his scheme are showing. And um, And it would
0: be one thing if they were four and three or three and four. Right. And, you know, had had maybe a couple tough last second losses, you could credibly say like, you know, hey, this team could easily be five and one or this team could easily be, you know, maybe five and two, Um, you know, but this this team beyond the the week one victory hasn't looked like a team that deserves to win a football game.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, outside beyond- of flashes.
0: Flashes, right. I mean, it's weird because Hertz will do some shit like spin move out, roll to his right, and drop a seventy yard bomb on um Quez, uh on Quez, and then we'll just like shit in his own mouth the consecutive
1: three series. Right. I think that Jalen's weaknesses are starting to be um revealed to other teams. Yeah, be- because how many times at this point have we seen pocket collapse? We're all to the right, throw out of bounds, yeah, I mean
0: three dudes meet him right there
1: yeah he he really is looking to his first guy in the in his route progression, and if he's not open, he's not throwing it
0: right and and I mean, the o line is is doing its best, but right. like it you know it's patchwork at best. You know, guys keep getting hurt. Uh we'll get to the defense because holy shit, it's bad. Yeah. But yeah, I'm starting to like my thing is about Jalen is like, you know, there's we have apparently a, a, a quarterback controversy now that we've shipped Joe Flacco back uh. where he belongs to the New York Jets.
1: <laughs> back to the back to the hell from whence he came. <laughs> yeah. In <exactly>. Northern Jersey. <laughs> uh
0: he vacations in, in Stone Harbor, apparently. Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, he's oh. from here.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Stone Stone Harbor, if I if I uh, recall my uh, shore points correctly, is the most conservative of them. It's full of assholes. Yeah. Uh,
0: for those of you who don't know and aren't aren't ready for Jersey Shore chat, uh, Stone Harbor is a very wealthy town mm-hmm. uh, in South Jersey on the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, next to the greatest town, Avalon. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. The, I, the t- I'm not the ta- paid
0: to say that. <laughs> the, the,
1: the town of foam, colonnade, foam, you know, fake Italian oh, it mansions.
0: Su- dude, it sucks.
1: <laughs> um. I, I, go, I go
0: there because I have to, man. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> 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 if it were up to me, we'd all have one condo in Wildwood.
1: <laughs> yes, and, and it would be insane, but in a good way. It would be Irish weekend every weekend.
0: Yeah, it um, would be
1: fun. We should do a podcast live from Irish Weekend. Oh, that would be it. Edit- yeah. See how long it takes to get in the fight.
0: <laughs> <It's> just like <laughs> clutching our mics, like yeah. the come and take it flag, but with microphones.
1: Right. Because on the one end, they would hear us talking, you know, social shit. And want to get in a fight with us. But on the other hand, we'd be like, yo, we're pro IRA. Yo, you know, Chuckie, our law. And so they wouldn't know
0: what to do. <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm just asking the questions. Can Gardner, would yeah. you be the guy? <laughs> like sprinting in place.
1: Uh, uh, yeah,
0: I don't know about about Jalen, man. You know, it feels like. I mean, he's basically a rookie quarterback. Yeah. He doesn't have a ton of receiver help. The O line is patchwork at best. Like, I don't. I I think he's a problem, but I think he's like you fit. Like to me, if you prioritize the issues, he's like the last one. Where like yeah, you need to like definitely. you need to fucking fire Howie Roseman first, and like. Put the draft in someone else's hands. Then you need to fire Sirianni. Then you need to get an O line that like can 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 actually like gel like gel and and be cohesive. Then you need to fix the defense. Like you still need to get decent route runners besides Quez Watkins, right. who is a mate. Like he's played well, really well. And Devante is a good route runner. And Devante is a good route runner. We just haven't seen enough of
1: him. Right, and but, like
0: and we have we and like run the fucking ball like and then we do that and our running back gets hurt
1: yeah the 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 first if you, if if we could replay like if if we had that first drive at the raiders game and then someone snuck into my house and shot me in the fucking head and my last thoughts were like oh we're going to the super bowl i would have died happy because it looked like the team had finally clicked that we were finally running the football and we were running it up the middle not just outside and of course, Miles Sanders gets hurt.
0: Right, I'm like, <laughs> and
1: <laughs>
0: what the fuck? What do you even fucking say to that? Right,
1: uh, it's. It, I mean, it's Philadelphia. This it's this is the this is the ten thousand losses. Like milieu, milieu, Uh I fucking can't pronounce that word. It's French. Um, Doesn't matter. Fuck. I mean, and so immediately the game plan that was working it just stops. Right. And
0: Sirianni is, is has said that he's going to stick to his game plan pretty much no matter what. And then they didn't do that when the running game didn't work.
1: Well, that's part of a uh, uh dog mentality.
0: Oh my god.
1: I, I forgot mentality. that he said that too. Yes. This fucking guy, dude. He's platitudes. He's platitudes guy. He's Look, I've been to to Coast Guard leadership school that he is the textbook in it... <laughs>
0: <laughs> he he it, dude it's like this is one thing if you're a high school coach or even a college coach like these are grown professionals who have been training their entire lives to be here like yeah. you're just you're you're the offensive coordinator for a team no one gives a fuck about
1: this is shit this is shit that a school district hires like a motivational speech speaker to say like opening day it's like oh well guys you know you have to you know we know money's not money's tight this year so we have to come in with the underdog mindset and you know, you never think about photosynthesis, right? Plants have to be fertilized in water in order to grow. And you're forced to watch that. And the the idiots who are running the show think that this is wisdom. And I think that this kind of stuff sounds like wisdom to Halley. It must. That must have been how they impressed them because it's all venture capitalist NBA brain.
0: Right. Exactly. No, I mean, I, I don't know what Howie's got to be thinking right now other than, well, at least my job's safe. <laughs> like this dude has hired what four head coaches in his tenure? Like, th- th- f- like fire this asshole. I-, I I don't even like I blame Sirianni, but like, dude's clearly in over his head. It happens to the best of us. Like, Howie Roseman is like the person who needs to fucking go as a result of this saga. Like, <sighs> if I could only fire one person, I would fire Howie first.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would. I would have to agree, and I think he's got. He just has an undue influence with Jeff, Laurie, the owner. Um, Maybe rocking it into the sun. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That might be Monkey's Paul there, though. You might get someone else. Um, you might get someone like... Uh,
0: Elon Musk is going to buy the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, in terms of Philadelphia, the Sixers already have a cryptocurrency shit on their jersey. Oh, God, dude. I
0: saw the full like thirty second ad for crypto dot com uh as the Sixers whatever official jersey sponsor and it was just I just started screaming at my TV in the dark,
1: dude. I understand why Elvis shot his television.
0: Yeah, same.
1: Yeah. And um if <laughs> if my walls weren't made out of uh you know uh sheetrock, you know <laughs> I, I, would <laughs> would I would follow suit I would follow suit. Um oh I, I so, I mean, the defense, the defense looks bad.
0: The Defense looks like, I mean, what someone on Tampa Bay said that they knew every play they were going to run.
1: Like and, Fletcher
0: Cox is starting to be just like audibly miserable every time he talks to the media, which is like kind of funny in the in the well, way that yeah. like Fletcher Cox is funny, but like he's like, right. I'm not paid to defend screens, like that's not my fucking <laughs> job.
1: Yeah, his job is to make quarterbacks fear God.
0: Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, our defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, uh, a guy who's doing a worse job than Tom and I would do, uh, is, <laughs> is our defensive coordinator. And his defense is super simple uh, and doesn't pressure the quarterback, which in football is one of, the, would you say, the most important thing a defense can do? Maybe uh, second oh, behind, yeah, Mess up the timing? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. So the defense is literally not doing their jobs uh, because these schemes that our defensive coordinator hatches just aren't working and are very easy to defend against. Derek Carr completed Derek Carr of the Raiders completed something like 91% of his passes, which is absolutely, which is 17% above the NFL record.
1: It was. Yeah. And for it, a and, season. It, yeah. Yeah. And like they put were putting up his career record before that. It was like ninety percent. Yeah. So ninety two percent. Um, I mean listen, I grew up under the Jim Johnson era when he was defensive coordinator and he was running all these crazy blitz uh, schemes. And yeah, he had also had Brian Dawkins. Um, you know, peace be upon him. But I I feel like we're not blitzing at all.
0: We're not we're, we're not getting home at all. We're not and we're not putting pressure on at all.
1: It's just like man man rush. all rush four-man rush, four-man rush, which, you know, I'm going to make a point the next game to really kind of uh, put on my old uh, North Catholic High School helmet and try and Just analyze. watch the game through that. Watch the game <laughs> through the helmet. Um, and, <laughs> which is at the Applebee's in Armingham Avenue in Philadelphia. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it really? Uh, my old jersey is, but it doesn't have my name on it. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, I'm familiar with that Applebee's, unfortunately. Number
1: sixty-nine. Unironically, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really a bit then, but uh, I'm going to watch it with my with my football brain on and try and see, try and see if I could pick up what defenses they're they're running. Yeah, I mean, uh, the defense
0: is the de- players on the defense are unhappy. This yeah. team just has no fucking idea what it's doing. Like that's what it feels like. Is it? It's like there's no there's just no idea what we're doing like do yeah. we are we like a run first team no are we a pass first team sometimes
1: like we're, you we're a roll, roll roll out to the right and throw into the roll, uh, to,
0: to the other team's uh sideline yeah yeah uh, uh it's, it's really it's hard to
1: watch and yeah it th- th- it does seem like there's a lack of leadership and if and if what the reports i saw on twitter at the time we were recording this on the on Wednesday afternoon are true and, and players aren't showing up for practice. That's, that's an issue. Uh, right. So I guess we'll, we'll, we'll you know, time and will so, tell I
0: suppose. Uh, we've got a mini, uh, we're about to wrap up the Eagles, but you want to talk about Gardner Minshew? Maybe, maybe we have a quarterback controversy now.
1: Gardner uh, Minshew,
0: uh, who we got from Jacksonville. Jesus Christ. I can't believe I'm saying Jesus these words. Christ. Like they kind of want to make him QB one. It feels like. I just I, I don't know what to do with that. Like
1: I, I mean, if you're going to kill Jalen Hurts' confidence, you know he is ostensibly the team's leader, and by all means, he is. He has a personality, not a half bad him. one. Yeah, um, he sounds like a real good guy to have on your team. And I mean, we 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 could we don't have the time to do a deep dive on the on the what it's like to be a black quarterback in Philly. That's going to be a bonus episode. Yes um once we start doing bonus episodes uh please give us money yes we want money um uh, student loans, baby all right <laughs> <laughs> so um you're already hearing on the sports radio in philly the talking about having gardner Minshew be the quarterback
0: who is white if you couldn't tell by yes. the name gardner Minshew, yeah.
1: um yeah you have to say it with like a real nasal sort of I, just, I
0: I don't even mind the guy so much for like this. No, dude, he no. Got, there, I don't he have got ran out him. of fucking Jacksonville, dude. Like, yeah.
1: You, you got to give Jalen. You got to give him the season. Give him the season. Yeah. It, it, it's it's well, it's like in football or in baseball. You know, you don't know what a guy's real skill set is until there's pretty much a full year under his belt, and even then, that's not enough. And and you can't just. Take, take hurts uh, out of out of play this soon because honestly, I I, I think it's more of more of a uh, play calling problem. It's not really yeah. his fault.
0: He's not calling the plays.
1: Yeah, yeah. Quarterbacks don't call plays. Um, I mean, I guess maybe some of them do, like Tom Brady. I don't know. Uh, well, Aaron, Ro-
0: Aaron Rodgers infamous yeah.
1: like Yeah. So uh, this is all going to start another. Controversy. All right, we need to draft a quarterback in, two, in you know next year's draft, and it's and it's a whole shit show. Well, really, we need to draft like a you know a defensive back and a linebacker. Um, well, maybe not a linebacker in the first round, but a lineman. Um, it's the dis the Philly discourse is just is just insane, and
0: and it always sort of reeks at least vaguely of racism.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. We, we were way too quick to dump on black quarterbacks in this city. Yeah. You know I mean, there's a reason Donovan McNabb was booed. Right. Exactly. Um. Yeah. I I don't know. I Give him the year. Don't, don't put Gardner fucking Minshew in. And let's Please. see, let's see how it plays out. I mean, yeah. If, if, if Hertz gets, gets hurt. Yeah. Okay. Then it sure. might be interesting. Um. But, but
0: otherwise, you know. no, I mean, that's, no, like given the year that he's a he, the kid needs yeah. so kid needs to like learn. Yeah. because the NFL is a lot different than college. Like, you know, Gardner Gardner Mitchell also hasn't played in a while, like yeah. I don't I don't know like I get maybe throwing him in like week 17 or whatever, but otherwise no, fuck off.
1: I mean, maybe use him like you would uh the what's his name? The fucking guy uh, like a Taysom Hill kind Taysom of Hill, thing. Taysom Hill, yeah. And you would have two quarterbacks back there and you know kind of, of trick plays and shit or whatever that I'm kind of down with actually. Yeah. Let's, well, you
0: know, that's not what they they, they oh, want no. to do. Yeah.
1: I, I don't think Sirianni is capable of scheming out those kinds of plays. Honestly,
0: no, 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 he's not. No, I think, I think we can agree on that. Um, all right, let's, that was the Eagles. Let's move it on to the Sixers who, oh, Jesus Christ. <sighs>
1: That was embarrassing. Uh, did that you was, watch that, that was last a, night? That was the that was like the game of the that was like the national game last night. Yeah, me, it was right? on
0: TNT. And we lost by we only lost by twelve, uh, thanks to our bench.
1: But to the Knicks.
0: But to the Knicks. Uh all right. So we should give a, 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 a Ben update. Uh update this Ben is watch. Your ben
1: Simmons update. We need ben like a watch. news yeah. <laughs> ben watch 2021.
0: So he's back with the team, but he's not playing uh he has said or he hasn't said publicly but reports have come out that basically he's not mentally ready and there's a lot of people who are like it sounds like he's making that up which is a shitty thing to do right it's entirely like if i knew i was gonna get if i was gonna go to my home crown and get booed viciously every night like yeah I, I would probably need a few days like
1: i i would not be in his shoes i would not be ready to go to the ready. Wells Fargo Center. no no no, no.
0: Um, I will say I respect Sixers players, uh, for not running to the media to leak anything. Yeah. Uh, they said basically it's none of your damn business, which is good solidarity.
1: Right. Absolutely. Uh,
0: That's important.
1: This is a labor issue at its core.
0: Right. And, uh, so we don't have, we have been with the team, but not really on the team. Right. Um, and the Sixers look like they're missing him pretty bad. Yeah. Which I admit, as someone who's not always given Ben the credit he deserves for his defense, right? I was stunned by how flat the Sixers looked.
1: Yeah, um, there's there's two things I want to uh, I want to tackle this with. The first, coming from the the labor perspective, and sort of what the Sixers looks like, the the front office is committing the sunk cost fallacy.
0: Yep, oh, they sure are.
1: In in that they want a return for what they think Ben was at you know his ultimate, you know, quote unquote trade value. And at the end of the day, what they need to do is just fucking trade the guy and be done with it. And if you get, you know, some sort of shitty pick back, then just just do it and let the guy move on with his career. Really, at the end of the day, that's that's probably the best solution for everybody. Um but the Sixers don't wanna do that. Um what would, there was a, the that asinine take that um Daryl Morey had on the Fanatic, which is the worst of the two oh, Philly yeah. sports stations. Um I just you know, we're never gonna get jobs there anyway, so who gives a fuck? <laughs> uh yeah. Uh saying about uh, the take, like, you know, we're we're looking we're looking to win the championship. Oh, and it's like, yeah. what yeah. are you
0: right? All right. Oh, are oh, we it's about playoff odds. Like, you know, would you rather do the thing that that like where you get the most value? Would you rather get the playoff odds? Like, all I'm concerned about is playoff odds, and it's like that's great. Like, yeah,
1: but you well, play what, to
0: win a championship, so I don't know what to fucking tell you. Yeah, guy.
1: so and like, uh, why don't you prove that by? Doing what you need to win a championship, which I don't think is having all that, you know, a really good player just sit there doing nothing. Right. Um, I, I don't know. Um, and the second aspect is the defensive aspect that you mentioned, where the team is looking poor defensively because they don't have Ben. To pair. sort of cover up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because Ben that, can be... Can, he can guard
1: every position. Ben or he, Kemba Walker would have been a different game. Right. Absolutely. And the game we got last night was, oh, yeah, shoot your shot.
0: Yeah. they were The Knicks were shooting any shot they wanted. Yeah. And truly, genuinely, any shot they fucking wanted, they were getting.
1: And, you know, Joel is the kind of guy who's always trying to play and pick up. Um, the best he can. I saw. I saw some something gross before we started recording about he might be injured. He might have hurt his knee in the first game. If that's true, that's you know, yeah, you know, of course.
0: And he's right? and he's the guy who's going to play right through it. He does not care. Yeah. Which kudos to him, but like it's an 82 game season, guy.
1: Yeah, but he you he is absolutely frustrated with the state of affairs, and yeah. you can tell that you can tell with his play um that but that also the injury might explain you know that but how he's speaking about um when they ask him questions about ben how he's talking about you know my babysitter that sort of deal um you know he's 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 the guy that you have to keep happy you know he's he's the, the, the the cornerstone of this franchise so i don't know how long this state of affairs can go on
0: no i exactly i mean i think part of it is basically that like you have i i don't think this is a thing they can drag out for 4 years obviously no oh absolutely uh, not that but, that would
1: be the most ridiculous thing in, in philadelphia like District. if anyone
0: will fucking do it more he'll do it uh cuz he just doesn't care dude he's going to no. get paid either way he doesn't give a fuck
1: but, um, but nba reddit told me he was based
0: he's not based fuck off yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> i think part of it is that, like and i can't like i can't blame joe like he did look yesterday like he was like he was just gassed like yeah. at the end of every game, because the dude like tries his hardest. Like I've i yeah. never been someone who's just like, oh, Joe doesn't put the effort in. Like the dude, but like the dude is a he's not a perimeter defender. He can't move no. that fast.
1: That's not his. That's not job. his
0: job. His job is to make going to the rim like unpleasant, right? At best, and yeah, the Knicks are going to get knocked at, on your ass, right? Yeah. You're going to get thrown around a little bit, and like no one else on that team plays exceptionally good perimeter defense. So they need Ben. Yeah. I mean, I, I think like I don't know who they can get who can play with their salary issues. Like they're they're not getting anyone. So the time I think you basically give Ben all the time he needs and, and say we you know we hope to patch this up. And like what like I I've said this to I think to you is that like you tell him basically all right man, you don't need to shoot anymore. Drive to the room when when you can like if you miss your three throws you miss your free throws like right you know we'll we'll live with it right but like they can't live without his defense clearly yeah
1: get and and to be frank with him be like look you want your way out of here keep keep playing defensively like we know you can play and that the trade deadline will move you right you know and
0: and we'll honor that and like yeah yeah
1: we'll send you to the fucking west coast like you want so you can go drive cars fast hey you know what that is fun i can't I can't yeah. deny that. That's right. That's,
0: yeah. I'm a little jealous.
1: Admittedly. Yeah. Yeah. And and we don't. Yeah. W- without, I think as the season is going to go on, it's going to be more and more obvious how Ben's defense was important to the rest of the team. Um, dumb radio calling show guys takes be damned where they really. thought he was a you know just a bum throughout you know his entire game. Right. You know, he, you're going to miss he his defense. Like his
0: defense. I mean, he, he's re- like Joe's good, too. But like Joe has Ben doesn't really get hurt in the way Joe does. When Joe gets right. hurt, he gets fucking. Yeah, hurt.
1: He's, he's he's a little, you know, his back and his knees have, have been an issue. And he's a big guy. That's going to happen when you're that big and you're jumping right. around.
0: Right. That happens to all seven footers, except yeah. for Kevin Garnett, who just uh, lied about being seven feet tall. This is my <laughs> favorite bit of NBA lore.
1: Uh, well, that and, and, and Alan Iverson lying about being six foot because that dude is shorter than me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, man. <laughs>
1: hey, that, hey, he, he ball. That's all
0: that matters. That's exactly right. All right. Uh, what else we got in the six? Uh,
1: da, 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 da.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tyrese looks like shit.
1: He looked really good in the preseason.
0: Yeah. And then he looked like shit last night. He. Uh... This is sort of, you. I, I think the days of like, anyone who's like 6'1", 6'2", 6'3", unless you can ball like Steph Curry, I think the yeah. days of being that small as a point guard are over. Uh, he-
1: yeah. Unfortunately for our small kings.
0: Yeah. Sorry, small kings. Yeah. Sorry, Tom.
1: <laughs> yeah. The day of the five foot eleven point guard. Um, <laughs> that's long been gone, but yeah, I mean... I do also think that this is this is a side effect of Ben not being there and him being forced into a role that he's not ready for,
0: yeah, oh absolutely, yeah uh no he's he's just not ready, and I mean there's gonna they're gonna have growing pains, yeah, but like the other the other side like it felt like they were trying to they're basically trying to push like square peg round hole sort of deal, right, like you either wait for Ben to come back you know, or you just accept that you're going to go 40 and 42 this season with Tyrese and just sort of hope for the best. Yeah. And waste another year, Joel.
1: Yeah. And, um, the Knicks' Twitter has not been kind to, uh, Tyrese. Um, oh. we're going to have to see that there's like, <laughs> there's one where it's, uh, you know, he's crying as he's about to shoot you and it's like quickly making Tyrese Maxi fall and stuff like that. Oh. So we're, we're not in for uh, a good season if, if this is the only thing that's going to be – something has to happen. Something has to someone something's got to give. Yeah, this what team... hopes?
0: I mean, I, I, that's what I would do. I would tell Ben, like, look, we'll, you want to be moved, we'll move you. Like, show up and play until the trade deadline. Do your very best, and we'll do our best to get your ass out of here.
1: Yeah. I mean, the one bright spot – I mean, I don't know if it's bright spot. Like, it's
0: also that, like, just to finish my thought, like – Yeah, go ahead. What the – for those of you who don't know, the – Ben Simmons is a very good player, but the team's trade demands for him have been insane. Mm -hmm. Three first rounders, which are very valuable assets.
1: Yeah, that's insane.
0: It's that's nuts. He's not worth that. Sorry. Like that's crazy talk Two rounders and a decent prospect. Like maybe
1: or no first rounders and a good, just a good good player. Point guard. Yeah. A half decent point guard. Um,
0: Anyone really at this point.
1: Yeah. I mean you know the the silver linings is like to to Tobias played well um, for 180
0: million dollars I fucking hope he does.
1: Yeah, and I just wish I could take uh four cans Korkmaz, who I love, like his spirit.
0: I appreciate that he will shoot any fucking yeah. shot. Frickon never saw a shot he didn't like,
1: and and that he just loves doing like the Euro step floater. Yeah, <laughs> even though it looked they both look like ass last night, like that he will just try that.
0: Um, <laughs> he he loves Frickon Korkmaz is, is a Turkish basketball player on our roster. He's on our bench, yeah. and this man has won games before.
1: Yeah. Last oh, year absolutely. he
0: tossed in the game-winning three against the Knicks, I want to say, maybe two years ago. Yeah. And uh that's happened a couple times where like he'll just lob up like a 30 footer because Furcon, no one believes more than Furcon that that ball is going in.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna make a great coach someday, I think. Yeah. Um,
0: he, he has a ton of good energy. He seems just happy as shit every time he's oh, out yeah. there. I don't think I've ever seen him, even when they're losing by 30, he doesn't look all that miserable. Right. He's like, we'll get him next time, boys. Like <laughs>
1: I don't think he ever expected like that he would be where he is. Right. Uh, that you know from playing like Turkish basketball, and now he's you know a solid bench piece in the NBA
0: on on, on a team that actually is relevant sometimes. Right. We don't, I we mean, don't go Sixers, crashing into the wall as
1: much as we, we should on the Sixers. They are relevant. They they make the they've been making the playoffs. I don't know how far they're going to go this year if the Ben situation isn't handled. Uh, it's. I I wouldn't even say. I mean, it's too early in the season to say, for sure. But like, are they a lock? Even a lock for the playoffs at this point?
0: Well, the East is trash, so probably.
1: Yeah, but you know, it might not be. It might not be something we're getting out of the first round with. Nope. If, if, if the situation is not resolved, because it's just not going to be good for everybody. No,
0: exactly. All right. Uh. Let's go to the Flyers, I guess.
1: Yeah, hell yeah.
0: Uh, so I was at. So my birthday was last Wednesday, which is why you didn't get an episode. And mm. my beloved Boston Bruins, I uh, blew chunks all <laughs> over the goddamn place. Yeah, they the Bruins. I will say, it was six three on an empty netter, but it was five three before that. Yeah, the Flyers four check game looks really fucking good like the flyers were playing this brand of just insane like we're never gonna like leave you alone for more than five seconds hockey yeah constantly pestering uh they were getting great takeaways they were finding the back of the net against a rookie goaltender but they were finding the back of the net consistently they looked cohesive the goals of martin jones allowed were you know, 90 guys in front of the, he didn't get right. beat clean on anything. Right. Uh, Carter was not one-on-one. Yeah. No Carter Hart has a save percentage of 0.914 this year. So he's actually looking all right. They right. look fine. I mean, they don't look terrific. They lost to the Panthers who are like red hot right now. Four to two. Yeah. So but I wasn't look,
1: upset about that. Yeah. no, But
0: they look okay, which is better than I was expecting them to look. Cause I thought after last year, you know, unless they got Carter Hart coming out of the gate, you know, just on fire that they would drop to like, Oh, and six, and they've looked fine, even with not everyone being a hundred percent and, uh, right. and Hayes missing.
1: Um, yeah. So, I mean, this is part of my ever expanding, uh, reeducation in the hockey, but the Flyers, I mean, it was a fun, that Bruins game was fun to watch. Uh, so far, all the games have been, have been fun to watch. And, you know, the, the, there has been a lot of physicality I've noticed, which is awesome. Uh, more than, I mean, hockey is a very physical sport, but yeah, like you were saying, they they were not leaving the Bruins alone. Um, and the we'll Bruins s-
0: are also like an incredibly physical team. They yeah. always have been. They're coached to be very physical. Like the Bruins, they're not the eleven, the two thousand eleven Bruins, but they, they still have no problem giving hits, taking hits, and the Flyers looked like they couldn't wait to hit somebody. I'm like, right, which, that's which how the Bruins is, won a Stanley Cup. Like, you can do I mean, it that way. It's hard. Being,
1: su- being superficial, I mean, that's, that's what, like, I was like, oh, shit, that's right. They fight in hockey. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, so that, so, so, you know, as as I'm regaining my hockey knowledge, though, that that was, they have, they have been fun to watch. Uh, they, it hasn't been uh, particularly frustrating or upsetting, which is something to say for a Philadelphia sports team.
0: No, the first game where Carter Hart just got beaten, like I, I, I just, it's such a long season, and then you get the playoffs. They're like, I'm not one of those the regular season doesn't matter, but I am one of those the regular season doesn't matter as much as you think it does. You got an right. 82 game season, like Carter Hart looks like he shook it off. You know, last year he just got overwhelmed, and and you know, this year he's looked all right. He's let in a couple stupid shots. But all you know, all in all, he's looked all right. They, as a team, they look all right. They don't look, they don't look like they're going to win a cup, but they look like they can at least do damage in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be fun to stay up till ten tonight to watch the game.
0: I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching the Bruins choke away an entirely winnable game to the Panthers tonight.
1: <laughs> uh, but the the Oilers are apparently are real hot. And uh, oh, are they?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah they, they are.
1: They're Fuck five and oh. But Jeez. can you imagine having to go to the city of Edmonton?
0: Uh, you can go to the mall and you can go to, um, oh, what's that national park that my dad really likes in Alberta? Uh, Bamf. Uh, oh, Banff is very pretty. Um, and that's all I got. That's all I got yeah, for Alberta. <laughs> it's
1: I mean, we've driven across call it, it twice. <laughs> this it, is the that people call it the Texas of uh, Canada, it, right? Yeah, it dude,
0: Alberta and Saskatchewan are, are something else, man.
1: Oh uh, boy. Yeah, are, that's the like when we did the first episode, we said the takes they are we're gonna get shit on are for other talking shit about other cities,
0: <laughs> whatever. Yeah, we, we had 112 downloads last episode. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> people and, are actually uh, listening to
1: this insane shit. You know what didn't have 112 da- downloads was the city of Edmonton.
0: Yeah, because they don't have the internet yet, Tom.
1: Yeah, no. Uh,
0: You'll get there. Yeah, You'll someday. get there, Alberta. What are these why days? You,
1: GPS will work. Why,
0: there? why don't you secede from Canada some more?
1: Yeah. You fucking uh, babies. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> grow, grow some fucking barley. <laughs> uh,
0: all right. Well, now that we've been canceled or whatever,
1: <laughs> our two Canadian listeners.
0: Hey guys, uh, yeah, we had 17 Canadian listeners apparently. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, hey. they're gone.
0: 17. Oh, Sorry. Sorry, boys.
1: Uh, hey, you know what? Your national anthem slaps. Uh, it so does that's slap. Good. That's fair. Uh, so yeah, that's great. Um, I don't have any, I don't really have too many problems with Canadians that aren't fake. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so. Uh, I'm in
0: Canada a lot. It's fine. All right. Uh, you want to talk about the Flyers? Not the Flyers. The Phillies.
1: Oh yes.
0: Uh, fuck the Astros.
1: Yeah. So fuck the Astros. So so the fuck worst, the Red Sox
0: for collapsing.
1: Right. The the worst of all possible World Series. I,
0: I cannot be bothered to give a shit about this World Series.
1: Uh, so we're 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 officially, I guess, a Braves podcast because fuck the Astros. It hurts. I. I do not like the Astros. It's it's not just the cheating. There's other shit about the organization I don't like. And I don't feel like getting into, but you know, like abuse and allegations. Oh yeah, like all that. sorts of
0: abuse of we will we can provide a link to those. Yeah. Uh so um, you know what we're talking about. Uh there's uh, uh one of their executives did uh a whole lot of gruesome sexual abuse and then the organization basically acted as his cheerleader.
1: Yeah. Uh great. Yeah, yeah great. Thank you, Houston. Um I mean, Houston's also like not a city, so it doesn't deserve it's a fucking football team or a baseball team. It's a park, it's a parking lot that people work at, and then they drive out to the rest of the fucking godforsaken swamp surrounding it, full of, you know, gas tanks. So no, you know, Houston great-
0: sucks. I've been to Houston.
1: Yeah. Uh, I remember people comparing. Were like, oh well, Houston's the next Philadelphia or some some shit like that. A couple of years ago, it's like, no, it's not. Fuck off. <laughs> no, it's not. We have culture here, so uh, you know. I guess root for the Braves. Uh, Don't
0: root for anyone. Root for the root for the Flyers.
1: Yeah. Uh, Carter I,
0: Hart's on base percentage is just out of this league.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's the, the really physical baseball they're playing. <laughs> uh, the Braves, though. I mean, I, I guess Freddie Freeman does deserve. you know a ring because he's a phenomenal player uh maybe he'll be in free agent next year so the the big thing baseball wise that we didn't get a chance to talk about is that the minor leagues uh, are now going to be provided team housing by the league by their their organization i should say whoa awesome not enough because they still only get paid about fifteen thousand dollars a year unless you're someone who got drafted in the first five uh and I can imagine based on the food they provide their players what the housing will be like. Oh, I've so, seen the food. Yeah. Um so yeah, we'll see how that we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh but baseball owners suck ass. The Phillies, on the other hand, well, I mean they suck ass too. Speaking of sucking ass, the Phillies. Yep. yep. Uh <laughs> we're going into this offseason. You have players that we've traded away like Nick Pavetta, who played very well for the Red Sox in the postseason. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh and it seems to be that there is a problem with the Phillies and their development. And I saw uh a Twitter post the other day it was the uh, or it might have been on Reddit, it was that the Phillies are both spineless and spendthrift. Which That's I true. feel so I the feel old like
0: school mets, man.
1: Yeah. It's a fucking travesty because we're wasting the prime career of someone like Bryce Harper over wanting to go over something called the luxury tax in baseball. Which, if you go over a certain tax, it's like a soft salary cap. You go over this threshold, you have to pay so many, you know, uh, so much money per dollar you spend over the luxury tax. But if the Phillies went over a luxury tax. We'd be paying like an extra eight million dollars a year, which is right. which is not a lot of money. That's that's a number four pitcher in your rotation.
0: Uh, the once again, the Red Sox did that, and their reward uh, was uh, a World Series.
1: Yeah. So, you know, we have a, We have a, We have a, a a GM that was hired midway through the off last year. This is going to be Dave Dombrowski's first full offseason. He's known for a guy that blows up franchises, in terms that they he sells off all of their prospects and tries to get guys who other teams really wouldn't be trading for that are on unfavorable contracts and go over the salary cap kind of deal. And Phillies can't do that. We do, our farm system is one of the bottom ranked in the league because our player development staff has been atrocious. So the Phillies just have this like generational talent gap that other teams don't have. And even if we wanted to trade away everybody, we don't have anybody. The Phillies, for example, had their number two organizational prospect is a shortstop by the name of Bryson Stott, who is currently tearing up the Arizona Fall League. Oh,
0: good! And yes, so he's basically ready to go. <laughs> uh,
1: he might be. I think his arrival time is estimated not this season, but the following season. But well, he it's might not that cu- bad. He might get a cup of coffee this year uh, toward, uh, um in the September call ups, but. He's the 97th overall top prospect Christ. in the major leagues. So our number two is the number seventh overall out of, a, out of the top 100 out of 30 teams. That's fucking horrible. Yeah. So so that's that's an embarrassment. Uh, we have a shitty shortstop. I love Dede Gregorius, but he cannot play no, defense.
0: He, he, he can't.
1: And neither can Alec Bohm at third base.
0: Who I genuinely like.
1: Oh, I like him too. Uh, he's just not a player. If we do have a designated hitter this year, because we're and we'll have to talk about the, the the potentiality of a strike next year in baseball.
0: Do it, nice. guys. <sighs> do, do it. Yeah,
1: and 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 there might be a uh, so there might be a designated hitter, uh, which which that you know great, you know put Alec Bowman as your DH and don't have him field or Reese Hoskins and move Alec over to first, but uh, you know. Andrew McCutcheon, he's old and his contract's up. I think he might have a club option. Um, Oduba Herrera, who I fucking hate because he's a... He
0: he's a beater yeah. yeah. Not the Phillies cared.
1: He's got a club option. They can be done is. with him. They but should be done with him. We have a, we have a surplus of left hand, mediocre left-handed center fielders. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's someone else we can
0: <laughs> What a up. bonus to have.
1: Yeah, right? Uh, we have... Two decent, two. We have two good pitchers. One, two decent pitchers uh, as starters, and then who knew, who the fuck knows is going to be number five, and then we have like an entire bullpen that needs rework outside yeah. of like a few guys. So the the Phillies are as we go into the off season, which hasn't really started yet because postseason play is still going on, and things tend to happen in spurts with baseball. We don't, we really don't get a lot of movement until the the free free agent deadline. Uh, the, the, the baseball winter, reading, winter meetings in December is when you get a lot of trades. So at this point, it's who the fuck knows. Uh, what, one thing I did see that is a concern because of our developmental problems is that <laughs> – and this is how we shot ourselves in our own foot. So if you sign in the offseason what they call qualified free agent, you lose your second best draft pick and we can't and and we are going – this would happen if we try and – which is likely to be any decent player. Now, a qualified free agent in MLB is – all right, your contract's up and you've never been given a qualified offer before. It's kind of like the franchise tag in football, you're, you're, but it's an offer. You can turn it down. And you're offered like the the average of the high, uh, I think it's the highest 10% paid players at your position. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me on that. And so if any of the guys who are going to come on the free agent market are given a qualified offer that they reject and they become an unrestricted free agent, uh, if we sign anybody, any one of those guys, we lose a second round pick in the draft, which is significant, especially for a team that has no depth in the minor leagues. Right. So, and now baseball is different from a lot of other sports because you draft somebody and you're you're waiting four or five years for them to be ready. But it's just a it's just like a whole fucking mess. And like last year, we were considered to have signed a qualified free agent because we offered J.T. Ormuto a qualified offer, and then he denied, he rejected it, and then we signed him back.
0: So love baseball.
1: Oh yeah, I mean the reason the rules are arcane is, is because there's a relatively strong union. Uh, So, I mean, there's a reason we are
0: grateful. However, (laughs) yes, yes.
1: Uh, It could be stronger though. It could own the league. It should Uh, own the league. Yeah. So (laughs) Phillies are, are, you know, Phillies contents kind of on a, you know, waiting pattern as we wait to hear what happens. I mean, we might've mentioned this last podcast, but we, we fired our hitting coach and hired a new one. Uh, We fired the uh, basically almost the whole not scouting the whole player development department and hired a a new director. So Dombrowski is definitely making some steps in the right direction, which would be shocking. It's it's just are we going to spend money? right? And if we don't get into the playoffs next year, I can imagine Bryce Harper starts getting very, very vocal.
0: Yeah, he, and who could blame him? That's three hundred three hundred million dollar contract, man.
1: Yeah, and he was tricked or talked into coming to Philadelphia by the owner, by the majority owner John Milton, and who said he was going to spend stupid, crazy money to get him a championship.
0: He they used the phrase "stupid money."
1: Yeah, stupid money. Uh, so far, we haven't. Uh, I'm looking at the, the 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 salary. It's it's not it's not stupid it's money. It's not stupid money. No, you're not over. If you're not over the luxury tax. You're not you're not paying stupid money.
0: No, and, and again, it's no big deal to go over the luxury tax. You get a pick uh, taken from you, and you have a World Series trophy to uh, to uh, keep you company.
1: Yeah, and all you do is you pay what would have been a number four pitcher, a really good bottom of the bottom of the bullpen. You know, like a, like a setup guy, late right. innings pitcher. Or some role player like a utility dude on the bench, right? And it's it. This is literally a man net worth of two and a half billion dollars worried about spending an extra eight million. This is what it's about.
0: Once again, give us the Phillies.
1: Yes. Yeah, I I will do a better job.
0: Uh, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the give it to the give it to the city. Give the give the franchise to the city and the league to the players.
0: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. We'll
1: we'll work out some sort of condominium agreement.
0: All right. I think I know we ran short, but like I said, it's uh, not a great day for me. Yeah. Uh, Let's, uh, I mean, I I don't know. Uh, What's a good joke about Judge Grads?
1: Father Judge Grads, we did the CTE joke. We did the they can't read joke. Um, Oh, I
0: got one for you. Oh, go ahead. I got one for you. This is normally for Jews and Catholics, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so, uh, a father, uh, a North alum, is laying on his deathbed, surrounded by friends and family, and you know uh, he's he's lived a very good life. He's surrounded by his many grandchildren and great grandchildren, and he says, "Bring me, a, this is, you know, raspy. Bring me a a judge sweater. I I I, I want an honorary diploma from them." And they say, "Why, why, Grandpapa? After so many years, you know, leading the North alum community and being such a great grandfather, now you want to, you, you wish to have gone to judge?" And he says, "Better one of them than one of us."
1: <laughs> oh boy!
0: All right, that'll that'll do it.
1: Yeah, All yeah. Right. Don't listen to judge grads because they're usually cops. So
0: no, they are cops. All right, bye everybody. All right, bye bye.